This is the Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here's Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show. Hi, everyone. My name is Craig Dixon. I'm the owner of Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group, and you're listening to The Main Money Show. If you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit our website at theinvestmentexecutives.org. But hey, everybody, stay tuned because later in the show, we'll have a special offer for you. So don't change that station. Today, we're going to talk about some of the must-know rules regarding Social Security, and it's eight of them to be exact. But uh, figuring out Social Security benefits can get complicated because it's not a matter of simply looking at the numbers on your statements and planning based on that. There's much more to it. There are plenty of rules that will have an effect on your final Social Security benefit, which makes it incredibly important that you understand them and how they'll impact your finances. But with all that said, I just wanted to welcome uh, Tony Shore, who's my co-host. Hey, Tony, how you doing? I am doing great today, Craig. You know the highlight of my week. I've said it before. I'll say it again is doing the show with you because I've been dealing with my crazy kids all week and the family and my wife and I are trying to, you know, haul them all over the place and get my son yeah. ready for college. And then I keep busy during the week at work, but the, the radio show is like a reprieve for me and we always have fun doing it. And you know, Craig, the important part is I always learn something during the show. That's the, that's the crux of the matter right there. And I know our listeners do as well because You've been keeping busy uh, meeting with our listeners. They've been calling in, asking questions, setting up meetings. And I know you're more than happy to meet with our listeners, uh, meet with us, sit down, talk about the their finances and see where they're at, see if there's anything you can do to help them moving forward or what they could be doing. Uh, but this is going to be a great show. Before we get into it, though, how have you been? I know you're busy. Yeah, no, I've been great. And like you said, we're we're meeting with a lot of people, getting a lot of calls, so it's been really exciting. I mean, the radio show is new to me. Uh, you know, I've done seminars and public speaking in the past, but the radio show is a new thing and I'm super excited about it. It's been, like you said, it's been a blast working with you and looking forward to hopefully years to come. We keep building yeah. this and building the audience. I think it's going to be a great thing, but yeah, we're in and out of the office. We're meeting people on site. We're meeting people at their house where like I was saying, doing stuff behind the scenes where we're doing social security maximization reports, we're doing portfolio analysis reviews. Those are all kind of things we do behind the scene while we're prepping to see people and give them a better outlook and kind of like an x-ray of what their retirement really looks like. So yeah, yeah it's been good. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that sounds great. And I know this topic, uh, social security, you've it seems like you mention it every show in one way or another because it's the foundation of retirement planning and people's it's the base that you start from for retirement as far as income. Yeah. Um, so in social security, really it affects almost everybody. So we should know as much about it as possible, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And we, while well, one of the earlier shows we hit on, we talked about would social security be enough? And we, we both kind of jokingly established that no, it wouldn't, but 
knowing that you also want to be careful that you don't minimize the social security you are going to get. You want to maximize it. And there's ways to do that. And like you said, it's a foundation of your retirement and it's retirement income for most people that helps sustain their lifestyle and their living, you know, to pay those monthly bills. So it helps them have an understanding of, you know, this show is going to help them have an understanding of what they can do for those eight important factors that'll help clarify, you know, when to take their benefit and how it's going to affect them and their benefits based on these eight must know, uh, social security rules. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's huge. So uh, let's dive right into this. Uh, what's the first rule that we need to be aware of when it comes to Social Security? Uh, rule number one, uh, first rule of Social Security that's it's really helpful to be aware of is that your base benefits are determined by, and maybe you know this, do you know this? Uh, I don't, the actually. 30, 35 highest income years you had in your career. Yeah, I do remember hearing that, but I'd forgotten how many years. I didn't know it was 35. Yep. So the 35 highest, and then when the uh, Social Security Administration is calculating your benefits, they'll only look at those 35. So um, all of the other years you spent in the workforce were <laughs> a waste, I guess, as, as, as far as uh, Social Security is considered. They weren't a waste to you and your family, but... You know, that's just the simple rule of how they calculate it. Those 35 years go towards that Social Security calculation. Right. Right. And and that's huge. Obviously, it makes a huge difference. Um, what does that mean, though, for people, those of us that may not have worked a full 35 years? Yeah. So if someone hasn't spent, you know, the 35 years in the workforce, whether they were laid off or caring for family members, like the last show we were talking about, you're caring for your elderly parents. You know, they may want to work an additional X amount of years so that they can reach the full 35. I understand some people might not be able to. Um, it's not the end of the world, but the downside to that is that the Social Security Administration will then average in zeros, which is really, you know, not a good thing. But I mean, they'll average in zeros for anything less than those 35 years. So your end result for your Social Security benefit is going to be uh, lower and potentially much lower if there was a mm. number of years that you were working and had zero earnings. So even if you can try to get something in there, um, it might help a couple extra years here and there. Well, yeah, obviously it's helpful and uh, you want to have, you know, you want to get as much out of social security as possible. And that's something you've mentioned before as well, helping your clients maximize their benefits. So if we have listeners out there that have not yet filed for social security, or you're about to file or have just recently filed in the last few months, you're going to want to listen to the show and they're going to want to get a hold of you and sit down with you and have you run that a complimentary social security maximization report to see exactly when they should yeah. file, how they can increase those benefits because it can be the difference of thousands of dollars, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to get into that some more. Uh, what's another helpful rule we need to know? Well, it's important to know that there are three different types of social security benefits. So the first type is like your basic retirement benefit. And then the next one would be your spousal benefits. A lot of people have heard of that one. And then lastly would be the survivor benefits. And then maybe not so many people know about that one, but that is also available. So basic retirement benefits are, are simply based on your earnings throughout your career. Like we were just talking about, you know, the 35 years, taking that into account or less if you worked less. Your spousal benefits are determined by your spouse's earnings, which can be up to uh, one half of your spouse's full retirement benefit. Mm. And and then uh, the survivor benefits are based on 
<clears throat> obviously the deceased spouse, uh, spouse's earnings, which can be their full retirement benefit if, if that's the case, if they have those 35 years in there. An important thing to note about all that, which can be the next rule, is that you can't get both spousal and retirement benefits. Unfortunately, you're only able to claim for one type of benefit. Even if you're eligible for spousal and basic retirement benefits, you still only get to choose uh, one of those. An interesting thing to note is that if your spouse earns significantly more than you did throughout your working years, you could never actually use your own retirement benefits. So it's important to do the calculations and determine what type of filing strategy would work best for you and optimize your benefits. Yeah, and, th and that's the key. You really, I, I don't think people realize how much money that uh, they, they can leave on the table that they could have had from Social Security uh, by not understanding it fully. And, and that's what we're talking about here today. And these have been great points, uh, some good rules so far. And I know we have a, a number more to come, but we have to take a break here coming up. Before the break, uh, do you have anything else you want to share? Yeah, I'd like to. Well, I'd like to let people know that there are uh, many rules and guidelines when it comes to Social Security. So it's important to have a solid understanding of the program and how you get the most out of your benefit, like we were talking about. Um, so don't leave your retirement up to chance by winging it when it comes to Social Security. Choose uh, to work with a financial professional like myself who can help you navigate the waters of retirement planning. But what we can also do is offer you a Social Security maximization report. And I know we're one of the very few that are able to do that. So if you want that to happen for you uh, and your spouse or your family or whoever your Social Security is going to affect, you can visit my website at theinvestmentexecutives.org or you can call my phone number at 855-MAKE-SENSE and that's sense with an S. All right. Well, yeah, that sounds great. And I know that you love meeting with the listeners and it's a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, listeners, just call them up, sit down. Craig's a great guy to talk to, get to know, have a cup of coffee, and talk to him about your situation, and he'll let you know how you, he can help you, and he will get you that. Uh, there's no cost or obligation. Now, what's that phone number they can call one more time? Uh, it's 855-MAKE-SENSE. All right. And that sense like common sense, not like dollars, dollars. and cents, right? Correct. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of The Main Money Show and Craig Dixon right after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Craig Dixon of Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit theinvestmentexecutives.org to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to The Main Money Show with me, Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group with our co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, the title of this show is Eight Must-Know Social Security Rules. We've been discussing the different rules that go along with Social Security. So far, we talked about uh, how your Social Security benefit is calculated based on the highest paying 35 years you had in the workforce. Uh, what happens if there are blank years there? They average in a zero. There are three different types of Social Security benefits. We talked about the basic uh, spousal and survivor, and you cannot claim two different types of benefits at once. That was another topic that we hit. You have to pick just one, and there are plenty of other rules uh, to be aware of when it comes to this program. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, what's the next rule on your list that we need to discuss today that we should know about? Uh, let's see. Another important Social Security rule is that deciding to take your benefits early uh, can end up costing you for the rest of your life. And I know you talked earlier in the show, you were talking about uh, if people were already collecting their Social Security, there's a way and we can we can talk about that if we get into it more um, of reversing that. But that's that's a little bit more involved. But if you file for and start receiving your Social Security benefits before your full retirement age, and there's an acronym for that, it's FRA. You might see that on the website if you go in and check it out, um, whether it's uh, Social Security Administrator's website or our website. It's typically the age of 66 or 67 years old. Your monthly benefit will be reduced permanently. According to the Social Security Administration's When to Start Receiving Retirement Benefits pamphlet, if you start receiving benefits at age 62, they'll reduce your monthly benefit uh, by 25.8% to account for the longer time that you'll be receiving the benefit. So, you know, when you take it is crucial and the decrease tends to be permanent unless, like I said, there are a couple little things that you might be able to finagle out if you're in your first year. But if you choose to delay receiving your benefits until you're age 70 years old, though, you would increase your monthly benefit as a result of delayed retirement credits uh, you earn based on your decision to postpone filing for benefits. So according to the Social Security Administration, the benefit that you could receive at age 70 is 76% more than the benefit you would likely receive each month if you were to file at the benefits age of 62. So Holy quite a, shnikes, yeah. that's huge. <laughs> shnikes, yeah, yeah. A, a huge difference. But yeah, I, I also like... I, I always talk with clients about, you know, family history of health and longevity and, you know, the break point. If you take it at 62 versus 70, you know, you got to be sure to live a certain amount of time to cover that difference. So, but, oh, sure. It, but, you know, that difference of waiting from 62 to 70, it can be several hundred, you know, dollars each month. So it could be a big impact, especially for those people that are living longer and longer and have a yeah. uh, long life expectancy. That's so. thousands of dollars over a lifetime. Yeah. And you've oh, yeah. probably seen that happen. Yeah, and I've seen people file uh, when they shouldn't have, and then we were able to reverse it out and have them pay back what they had already been paid and fix it. So yeah, that's yep. good. I mean, it's a huge, it's a really stark contrast, and it makes me wonder why everybody doesn't just wait later to start receiving benefits. Yeah, I don't know. I it's I guess it's easier said than done, and then not everyone can make it to 70 without the additional income, you know, sure. there might be medical concerns or something like that, but some people have done the calculations of their finances and of life expectancy, like I was talking about and decided it wasn't worth waiting because the break even point is takes too long for them. And they're sure. expecting based on family history that they're just not going to live that long. So rather than take the chance, they just go for it. But you know, on the flip side to all this too, is the next rule I can think of is that Claiming your benefits late results in larger monthly checks. It sounds obvious, of course, given that your Social Security benefit will increase by 8% for each year that you wait to file. So for every year you don't collect and you wait another year closer to 70, it's going to go up by 8%, your total value. And the thing many people don't realize, however, is that those credits will stop accruing once you do hit 70. So once you hit 70, that 8% no longer happens. So it, it really doesn't help or make much sense to wait uh, you know, longer than that to file for your benefits. And Given that there are so many uh, different ways that you can file, it's important to consider your options carefully and even consult a trusted financial professional who can help you determine the right, you know, the right time to maximize your Social Security benefits. And there's a lot of nuances to that as well, just like any any type of financial planning. Well, that's true. 
So what's another rule that you have for us regarding Social Security? Jeez, you put me right to work, Tony. <laughs> I know, we're ticking them off. It's like, it's like rule, rule, rule. Yeah. <laughs> um, another important thing to be aware of is when it comes to Social Security is that working while you're receiving Social Security benefits uh, may actually reduce your benefit check. And a lot, oh. of you, a lot of you might know that. You might be in that situation. Um, some of you are approaching retirement and not be aware of that. It's a good thing to you know, keep in the back of your head. But according to uh, Social Security Administration, Administration rules, if you're earning more than, and you might want to write this down, $16,920 in 2017, while you are also receiving Social Security benefits and are under your full retirement age, that's the FRA again, your benefits may be reduced by $1 for every $2 that you're earning over the base amount. So your wow. benefits, yeah, your benefits, you, they're going to reduce you. I mean, if you're making that money, they're going to reduce you. So you want to be careful of that. And it might not be worth it to you to put in that hard work and, you know, put the wear and tear in your body if you don't have to, if it's not really that much of a benefit. So your benefits won't be limited when you reach your full retirement age, though. So you can you can make whatever you want once you reach your full uh, retirement age, not to mention that Social Security Administration will credit you for any of the benefits that you didn't receive in the past years because of earning extra money. So, you know, this perk will add that amount to your future benefits, which I guess is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Obviously, these are really good rules that you've gone over so far to help us, you know, understand Social Security a little bit more. And as you've said in the past, it is the it's the foundation to retirement planning, Social Security. That's where you start because it's a given. And almost everybody gets a Social Security check out there uh, or will be able to. So uh, of some kind, some size or another, um, and the difference in the least amount you could possibly get and the, and the highest amount you could possibly get seems huge. And I th I'm glad you pointed that out to us today. And I just don't think a lot of people realize. I think they think, I'm going to file as early as I can to get as much as I can. Well, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, everybody has their own sweet spot. But like you said, everybody's situation is different. And I know you're more than willing, to, Craig, to sit down with them and and run that social security maximization report for them to figure it out, right? Oh yeah. Yep. That's and that's a good that's do. a really good report. Well, you know what? We have to take a quick break. Is there anything you want to add before the break? Yeah, hopefully everybody's gained a little bit of insight into some of the rules surrounding social security and some of the questions uh, that you might have had have been answered. I hope we've done that for you. But, you know, social security can be a daunting topic. But it doesn't have to be. And our goal at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group is to help our clients accomplish their income goals and set them up with the tools and strategies to help them succeed in reaching the retirement of their dreams and not their nightmares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. If, and if you'd like help with any of this, like Tony said, the Social Security Maximization Report is awesome. Um, feel free to visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.org. Or again, call our office, 855-MAKE-SENSE, and that's sense with an S. All right. Well, thanks. What's the number again? It's 855-MAKE-SENSE, Tony. Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you so much. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office 
at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.org to learn more. And welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is our last segment of the Main Money Show and our topic today, eight must-know Social Security rules. And we've been discussing some of the different rules that surround Social Security, and I'll go through them again, but um, basically it's how your base benefits are calculated based on your 35 highest income years. We also talked a little, Tony, about uh, how you factor in those zero years. They actually do get counted. So if you don't, you know, if you haven't hit all 35 years, it may be a good opportunity to work a couple more if you got it in you. Yep. And then there's uh, three different types of Social Security. We hit on that. We had the basic retirement benefits, which everybody pretty much knows about. We have the spousal benefits, which sometimes I think, I think that gets overlooked a lot of the times by yeah. people. Yeah. And then you got survivor benefits, which is rarely talked about when you're talking about social security. So that's one you want to keep in the back of your mind. And I know we all hate to see somebody pass away, but you got to keep in mind that there's money on the table that could help support the surviving spouse, which is huge. So, um, you can't claim for two types of benefits. You can only claim for one. So don't get excited, Tony, that you're going to be claiming for your spouse and you, it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, taking benefits early will cost you in the future. And waiting to claim results in larger monthly checks, like we talk about that 8% roll up uh, until you reach age 70. And working while you receive Social Security uh, may reduce your benefits. And the number we had hit on there is, you know, if you're earning more than 16920 in 2017, that your uh, Social Security benefit may be reduced. So you want to be aware of that. And lastly, you know, knowing all of these rules will help you gain a better understanding of Social Security and how you get the most out of your benefit. And like I was saying before the break, Tony, really, you can't just go into your social security office and, and pull the trigger. You gotta, you know, you gotta work on it, work the numbers, yep. make sure it's the right timing. And I always tell people maximizing your benefit can mean the difference between waiting one month, two months, three months. It might be a short amount of time that you have to wait just to get a little bit higher, which can mean thousands of dollars in retirement. It's not yeah. just 62, 65, 67. That's what everybody thinks. Hey, I'm 62, I'm filing. No, it could be 62 in three months. You don't know. You got you to gotta look at that. And that's what our Social Security Maximization Report does for them. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly what it does. And uh, I appreciate the recap. It's been a really good show. And it's helpful to go over these rules and understand this program better Maybe you could give us another social security rule that we might not know about. Yeah. So one other rule that I like to inform my clients of is that social security benefits are capped, meaning that unfortunately there's a limit on how much you can possibly receive. So it's not unlimited. Uh, they do top you out at some point. And it's worth knowing that according to the social security administration, the most you can get in 2017 at your FRA again, which that's that acronym full retirement age is $2,687 each month. And the way you can get this maximum benefit is if your average indexed monthly earnings during the highest earning 35 years that we talked about of your entire working career was at least $8,843. So, you know, they calculate this based on inflation, which is what the index part means that your earnings are weighted in order to account for inflation through the years, through those 35 plus years. And for those that are able to wait until they are 70 to file, then the most they can get is 
$538 a month. That's quite a big difference. But like yeah, I said, you, that's a huge difference. Yeah. And you want to be, again, you want to be sure that that's the right, the right time for you to do it is 70. It might be earlier based on, you know, medical history or something like that. So, but anyway, according to Social Security Administration's website, the average monthly Social Security benefit in 2017 was uh, $1,360. So, wow. That's a yeah. huge gap between the average and what you could get maximum. So yeah. it just shows that a lot of folks probably aren't taking advantage and maybe they didn't make enough for a, an, enough years. That affects it, obviously, but yeah. it also affects when they file and how they file. So this is really good to know. I, I think it's really important for us to understand these facts, Craig. And obviously you've helped so many people out with this. You're very knowledgeable when it comes to Social Security. I mean, you're not affiliated with the Social Security Administration in any way, no. but yet I know you've helped people maximize their benefits and you've taken a lot of training and done a lot of work with Social Security benefits. Yeah. Um, so maybe you could give us one more rule that you know of regarding Social Security. The last uh, Social Security rule that I'll share is that your benefits may be taxed. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. FDR told us they wouldn't be, but that's since changed. So Yeah. I guess, I guess nowadays it seems obvious, right, that everything we earn gets taxed, but it originally wasn't set up that way. But since it seems like everything else is taxed, they figured, hey, we might as well tax Social Security. <laughs> no, I the, the only rationale I can come up with for that is that the, the government needs more tax dollars, but right. it wasn't originally intended as that. No. As far as Social Security goes, um, if half of your benefit plus the other taxable income you have that year and non-taxable interest is greater than or equal to 32,000 for people married filing jointly or 25,000 for those unmarried, then your benefits are partially taxed. So I'll say that again. So if half of your benefit plus the other taxable income that you have that year and non-taxable interest is greater than 32,000 married filing jointly or 25,000 unmarried, then your benefits are partially taxed. As far as how much your benefit will be taxed depends on, you know, how much taxable income you have in a year. So for those that are wondering, no, your your non-taxable income like distributions from a Roth account will not be counted towards this. So that's an important reason to have a Roth, which is a totally different subject. But <laughs> I I got to yeah. hit on it for a second there are here, many, Tony. It's like, there are many reasons that you want to have a Roth versus other types of retirement accounts, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just to pause for a minute, I mean, having that Roth, I, I've had people that are 60 years old that have started a Roth, even though they thought, geez, I, I didn't think I could start a Roth now, or isn't it too late? And I'm like, no, it's right. not too late. Yeah. You know, and anytime you can get money into a tax-free vehicle and let it grow tax-free and then also take it out all tax-free is is crucial i mean if you get any dollars in there it's huge yeah so um stop and think when you're doing that and when you're planning for social security and when you're planning for your pension plan or your lifetime income plan or whatever it is those are all pieces that fit the puzzle so they're all important well unfortunately our time is just about up for this week's show craig is there anything else you want to share with us before we have to go today I'm hoping that everybody got something out of our show today and feel like they genuinely have a better understanding of Social Security and some of the rules that surround the program. I know there was a lot to that. Um, we went over eight of them. And after all, making informed decisions that will help you get the most out of your benefit is of the utmost importance. 
and will have a lasting impact on your retirement and potentially uh, other people in your family as well. So with the help of the right professional, um, you can analyze your unique situation, uh, create a filing strategy, do the Social Security maximization report that I talked about, and help you maximize your benefit and help your family and you in retirement and make sure that the income plan stays you know, on course and is going to be able to help you through your entire retirement and support you know, your lifestyle. So if you have any questions about today's show or previous shows or any comments, uh, please feel free to give me a call. The number is 855-MAKE-SENSE. You know, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to meet with you. And if you're unable to come to my office um, due to timing or due to like medical conditions, I'm more than happy to come out to visit you at your house. And if you'd like to visit us online, it's theinvestmentexecutives.org. And again, that number is 855-MAKE-SENSE. All right. Well, that sounds great. Thank you so much, Craig. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to the Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. Call 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.org. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA SIPC. Gradient Securities LLC and SEC registered investment advisory offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Investment Executives, Inc. Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group and Investment Executives, Inc. are not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Craig Dixon and Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.